It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good. Well, thanks, thanks, Richard, for joining us. We appreciate that, and, and our listeners have certainly uh, enjoyed what you said. Uh, we wish you okay. well, and see you shortly. And... What I told you that in time. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. NBC News Radio, I'm Brian Shook. The CDC says over 90% of U.S. counties now meet the guidelines to bring back indoor masking. On Thursday, Dr. Rochelle Walensky said more than 9 out of 10 counties are seeing high or substantial rates of COVID-19 transmission. At least five people are dead after a shooting in southwest England. Devon and Cornwall police released a statement saying the gunman also died during the violence in Plymouth. All are believed to have died from gunshot wounds. A member of parliament tweeted the shooting was not terror-related. President Biden is pushing Congress to take steps to lower prescription drug prices. Only 30% has skipped doses, cut pills in half, or because they can't afford the cost. We have to change this. During a speech at the White House, the president said crippling drug prices are unacceptable as the nation tries to recover from the ongoing COVID pandemic. Estimates point to price hikes on hundreds of medicines this year. New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio is ripping Governor Cuomo as Cuomo gets ready to step down following sexual harassment allegations. Scott Pringle reports. Mayor de Blasio was on vacation when he got the news Cuomo would be stepping down. I felt a sense of relief for all of us. The mayor said says history will judge Cuomo harshly. He amassed power in a way that led to bullying and intimidation and threats. And it's almost Shakespearean in the sense that so much power led to his downfall. De Blasio says Cuomo needs to be watched closely until his resignation takes effect August 24th and wants authorities and lawmakers to keep investigating Cuomo and his staff, saying they need to be held accountable. Parts of Florida are now under tropical storm watch as Fred continues to churn towards the U.S. The watches extend from Bonita Beach to Ocean Reef and much of the Florida Keys south of Ocean Reef. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Now, here's a new concept, digital network advertising, where businesses display your ad inside their building. If a picture's worth a thousand words, your company is going to thrive with digital network advertising. Choose your marketing sites or jump on the DNA system and advertise with all participants. Your business ad or logo is rotated multiple times an hour inside local businesses where people will discover your company. Digital Network Advertising, DNA, a 
novel way to be seen and remembered. Digital network advertising with networks in Redlands and Yucaipa. Call in the 909 area, 222-9293 for introductory pricing. That's 909-222-9293 for digital network advertising. One last time, digital network advertising, 909-222-9293. This segment is sponsored by Dickie's Barbecue, now in Yucaipa at 33562 Yucaipa Boulevard in the Vaughn Shopping Center. Dickie's Barbecue, where you can get sauced with five delicious barbecue sauces. For the holidays, there's the Dickies Holiday Feast Options. Everything you need for a festive gathering with delicious hassle-free meals that you just heat and serve. Whatever your needs are, they have the perfect option, including the complete feast, the dinner feast, or the single holiday meats and sides. Available for pickup and delivery from Dickies. And there's no charge for kids on Sundays. In fact, the kids get free ice cream. Dickies Barbecue, now open in Yucaipa at 33562 Yucaipa Boulevard in the Vaughn Shopping Center. Dickie's Barbecue, whatever your needs are. I always hear from our clients who hired another firm that they wish they'd hired DNA Financial first. Don't have regrets about your IRS tax case. Just hire the best in the first place. One owed $150,000 to the IRS and had spent thousands on another firm. We stopped the levies, negotiated a payment plan, and had their penalties forgiven. And while every case is different, we guarantee that we'll find your perfect resolution and get it done right. For a free consultation, call us at 866-201-0156. That's 866-201-0156. Then you can say, DNA DNA did did right right by me. me. Listen up, folks. Work injuries can be devastating and life-changing. If you were injured at work, you probably have a lot of questions. I'm attorney Daniel Rudbari, and I represent injured workers. Call me for your free consultation at 800-325-1454. I'll answer your questions and advise you on how to protect your right to make sure you get the workers' compensation benefits you may be entitled to. 800-325-1454. 800-325-1454. It's Yanitza Munoz, and this is Green Talk by Green Care Solutions on KCAA NBC Radio, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Roku TV, and we're basically on all podcast platforms. Today, I'm really excited to have WWE wrestler and today news correspondent Tyrus on the show. You guys can already see him on the screen. Thank you for coming on. Yes. Thanks for having me. Thank you. And before we start, we're going to go over some quick details. I am Chantel Jackson, and here at Green Talk, it's a pop culture and educational CBD show. We are not doctors, but Green Care Solutions has doctors for you. Call GCS for any of your Green Care Solution needs at 951-609-4071. We are a 13-time award-winning company featured in Forbes, Yahoo Finance, and more. Go to GreenCareSolutions.com or GreenTalkNews.com for more information. Yes. So now let's get in on the show. So Tyrus, you've had such an amazing career. You're an American actor, you're a political commentator on TV, and a professional wrestler. But let's briefly talk about your uh, career as a wrestler. So how did you get into wrestling? Because, I mean, you've already been involved in WWE and the DSW. But, like, how did it all start? Were you always an athlete or just getting into acting as well? um, Everything in my life has kind of happened on accident. If you ever hear the expression, you trip and fall and stuff, that is me. Um, 
I was, uh, I played football and basketball, uh, in, um, high school and then, uh, went to college for football, did track and, and football. I did, um, and then I did, the, I chased a little pro ball for a while did that thing. Uh, I had a degree in teaching, which, um, a lot of guys who were trying to get that shot coming out of a small school, you end up doing a lot of substitute teaching, but I lived in California and I don't have to tell you, uh, if you live in California, a teaching job does not pay the bills, mm, not even a little true. bit. Mm-hmm. So I started bouncing clubs at night. So I was bouncing clubs on part of a crew and, um, pretty soon teacher by day monster in the, in the clubs at night. I had earned a pretty good reputation. And one of my nicknames was the Sandman because we used to put guys to sleep and carry them out. But just very quickly, just destroy whatever their situation, their fight was, end it quickly so everyone else could continue with their party. So one night, um, WrestleMania was in town, and I used to uh, was was running a security for uh, Saddle Ranch Chop House in Universal. The, um, the VIP treatment put him on a stage with a table and he had a couple, he had like Chris Masters and Carlito, a couple of the young guys who were having their first big uh, WrestleMania break. So I uh, was taking care of him, drinks on me, all that cool stuff. Well, as I was on the stage with him, I noticed in the middle of the dance floor, which was packed, uh, that were these two guys and apparently they had too much to drink and they decided that they were going to dance with whoever they wanted to. Mm. So what they would do is they would like pull on the back of their pants or pinch them or grab them. Or so I'm like, Hey fellas. And I kind of leaned down so they could hear me. I'm like, look, in a good mood tonight, stop doing what you're doing. And I'll let you go. Like just go to the other side of the bar, no harm, no foul. And as I was talking to one of them, the other one hit me, punched me in the <laughs> chest. I, well, it wasn't the chest. More like It was in the belly, but I was looked at him like, did you just hit me? Right. And when I said it to him, the other one, made his move and hit me. These were not great punches. This is not a phenomenal fight story. This is clearly like, they were just... lit. So I did the only thing I knew to do was since it was two of them, I had to make them into one so I could take care of me. So I clunked the little heads together and um, they took a seat on the ground. I grabbed them by the back of their belts and picked them up and carried them out like suitcase through the crowd and put them out. Right. So everyone was, you know, the crowd's like, damn, you know, whatever. And I came back and Tommy Dreamer was just standing on the stage with his mouth open going, I've never seen anything like that in my life. And I'm like, what? I throw people all the time. He's like, yeah, but you crack jokes and you're funny about, like, it's very entertaining the way you throw people. You should do that on TV. I'm like, yeah, all right, bro, whatever. He's like, no, seriously, I'm the, later I can get a call from him saying, hey, uh, I showed your, picture to this and I think you have a look and we'd like to bring you down to McDonough, Jordan for a tryout. And I was like, what? <laughs> like for real, for real. Like you're not playing with me. And he's like, yeah. I'm like, and at this time I just started working for Snoop on the night shift and my club stuff. I had like three or four clubs going. So I had like my hustle skills were, were loaded in LA and I was finally like to a point where I was stacking chips, you know, teaching during the day and clubbing and, working in clubs at night and bodyguarding on the side. So I had pretty good enterprise going on, but the idea of uh, getting a chance to wrestle, the, the kid in me was like, we got to do this, bro. Mm-hmm. So uh, I went down to McDonough, Georgia and tried out. That's where I met uh, John Laronitis and Bill DeMont, which you guys called Deep South, which was like, the minor leagues for the WWE. Basically, um, the WWE 
will give you what is it called like training contract and train you if they think you're worth it. But, um, and, uh, I go from periods of being really jacked to being really chubby. I go up, my weight goes up and down all the time, right? Emotional eater, whatever you want to call it. So at that time I was like a biscuit away from 400 pounds going through this workout. And while I thought I was doing amazing, they're looking at somebody running underwater in slow motion, but I never quit. I never, I couldn't get, no matter what the drill was, I wouldn't quit. And uh, they had this one drill that's really tough where you just keep running the ropes for two minutes. And while you're running the ropes, they blow a whistle and you got to drop, hit the ground, get up, keep running. And they thought for sure that that was going to make me quit. And I didn't. So after that, uh, John Laronitis came over to me and said, listen, you lose 50 pounds, I'll give you a deal. So I lost 100 and they ended up signing me and I went to Deep South and that's where my career started. Destiny took me in a different direction. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, no, Dustin definitely did. I mean, he, like you said, he's by accident. He was a, a preschool teacher in a sense. Yeah. And now you were working um, at the bars and the clubs as a side hustle because California, it is what it is, very expensive to live here. And then you just kind of, you know, being in the, the industry of this, there's always celebrities, producers, or somebody, somebody, uh, around. somebody around, and yeah. you stood out. And now look at you. I mean, your career is taking you to so many different avenues. And so it's, it's pretty interesting. You know, as a wrestler, I'm sure you've had so many injuries um i i know it's like acting but then i know it's not some acting but it's being simulated, a, combat. simulated yes <laughs> even simulated even, combat even it with hurts. it being mm-hmm. simulated combat like how often does it not go as planned what would you say has been your worst injury to come back from being a wrestler oh um uh, the fungusaurus character was on fire um, and I was getting ready for a big feud with Big Show. Uh, all the safe, fun stuff's already been done, so this is going to hurt. So they decided, since you've seen in wrestling, guys get hit with chairs all the time, right? Guys get hit with a chair. Nothing. You can't come back. The chair hits you in the back. Your body resets for at least four seconds. So they decided, hey, what if, since they're both big guys, what if Big Show hit him with the table, mm. the announce table? the Mm -hmm. completely thick wood announce table. Um, And so, and I'm like, sure, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, that's great. So uh, Mr. McMahon, Mr. McMahon came down and he's like, let's test it. So Big Show took the the table and he hit me with it. And then he hit me in the small of the back. Oh, no, no, hit me in the up where you're supposed to. There's a safe spot just below your traps and your shoulders. That's the safe spot. When you get hit with a chair or you take a bump, you always want to land there. You always want to land flat. Like, like I said, that natural doesn't hurt. I mean, it hurts, but it doesn't hurt. It doesn't kill you. Your lower back is where you don't want to be hit with a chair because mm-hmm. so many things can go wrong there. Side neck, nerve, all that kind of stuff. Um, so in rehearsal, boom, he hit me in the back with it hit me in a safe spot. It stung, but I was like, oh, and then I wanted to be cute about it and said, thank you, sir. May I have another? Everyone laughed because <laughs> I got to make jokes. And he's like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, hit him two or three times. I'm like, sometimes you just got to know when to shut up, right. Cyrus. But, you know, I'm I'm so clever. Um, so, Monday Night Raw, here we go, doing the thing. And then you got all this adrenaline and he grabs the table and he hits me in the small of the back to the so hard and it was not i gotta say this a million times uh big show paul white is literally the most nicest person you're ever going to know and would never knowingly hurt anyone in the ring he is Mm -hmm. professional um 
one of the greatest, if not the greatest big man of all time. Um, but he caught me in the small of the back. And in the first one, it was just a shot through my system. The second one, my fingers went like that. And I yelled out, is this, this is PG? Anyway, oh, yeah, we the can't F-bomb curse. on live TV. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. I dropped the F-bomb on live TV um, about three times. Mm. Like, you motherfucker. Oh, you know, I was, and the third one came, whack. I was like, oh, you mother-. and did it again. Because that's all, when I stub my toe, that's what comes out, you know. And Natural this was reaction. like that times a thousand. So they t- and they got to take me out on a gurney because that was what, you know how it worked out. Like you take the, the baby face away, which is a big guy, and then I come back with a glorious return and blah blah blah. Um, but it hurt, and it, the hurt didn't stop. But I'm not going to say anything. And when I got through the curtain, typically when you cuss on Raw, you get fined 500 bucks of cuss word. So you don't want to do that. And he's like, "Why did you say that?" And I said, "That's all I could think of." And he laughed. I made him laugh, which. Again, I could never say this humor, but sometimes it, it betrays me. But in that instance, it saved me about $2,000 in fines, which is great. But the next morning, I couldn't get out of bed. And I was in a hotel room and had SmackDown to do the next day. And again, I would not let anybody know you're hurt. Because here's the thing about wrestling. is no different than the NFL, the NBA. It's next man up. And if you can't go, someone can go. And they are just as qualified and capable to take your spot. And you won't, you can't, and sometimes you won't get it back. Right. You know, so I was worried about that because I had just gotten up to, to TV and I hadn't quite got to the point where I was an establishment yet. So I was just going to play through it, but it was brutal in the airports and stuff. I walked hunched over, like I was hunched over. My sciatic nerve had just basically exploded. Oh, no. So I was a miserable person. Like there was no more smiling i was in pain all the time uh just really miserable was, and um you pretty much i was still had fortunate to, to have a great trainer but mm-hmm. yeah but, no, um, that's what's crazy about like well especially in your industry too because you have to you get paid to beat some beat each other up right so it, it's just i'm sure back then it was so normal to do like pain medications but now i know that a lot more people are researching the side effects of pain medications but do you ever just use cbd and hemp because i'm going to be mailing you some of oh. our green care solutions cbds oh. and hemp well that's a great question because um one of the things that i just because of the, the way i grew up and what i saw what drugs did to the people around me in my community i would not take painkillers because i was under the understanding that if my body's telling me it's hurt and I take a painkiller and then I'm just grinding, basically it's like driving a car without tires. I'm just going to do more damage. So I really would not take painkillers. I just, it was something that it's one of those things where you get on a road and you're an addict before you even realize it. So I just wouldn't do it. The one thing, and the WWE's uh, drug testing was so stringent that you couldn't take anything without a prescription and just didn't want, I just, there was too many of the generation before us that were literally without proper education and doing what they could to hold their spot. They would take painkillers to get through it. And then they would have to take something to get them up and then down. And then you, you know, we had a lot of early deaths because guys were just trying to do their job, um, which led to addictions and horrible, you know, just horrible stories. So that to me, I wouldn't do it. So I was really miserable. Um, and CBD oil at that time was still 
not as accepted as it is now. But then some of my friends, uh, he Slater was started put some oil on it, try the rub, try the stuff, try this. And it really made a huge difference. And, um, and then one day I had this crazy dream. I don't know if it's, it was, I was hunched over one day and one morning I woke up and it was gone. Like literally just, I went into uh, the gym that morning. We trained every morning when I wasn't on the road and I hit my hat on the door, which I hadn't hit my hat on the door in forever. So usually I was so hunched over that I would come in about six, one, and then takes me like 20 minutes to stretch and be able to stand up to my height. But literally overnight, and I was, it was the combination of the, the CEO I was rubbing on my body at night, or if it was the rolling around or the combination of the two or possibly an alien. But again, <laughs> it's, it's, I had a really weird dream that night that I was abducted by aliens. It's crazy. And, um, no, for real. The aliens gave you CBD and hemp oils. (laughs) No. So here's, here's, since we're going there, I, I've only told the story on, on the interview before, but real quick. So I had this crazy dream that they were trying to get me in the ship, but I didn't fit, which could be true because it was a big dude, but they got me on the table and they try to put this like film over you to like hold you down. But I was too strong, too big. And they're like, calm down. And one of them, like, they don't talk. There's these little skinny gray things with big black eyes and like they like put his hand on me and I'm, I'm freaking out. Like I'm I'm not I mean, I'm not like peeing myself afraid, but I'm afraid, but like fighting afraid at the same time. And he was literally like just sent some message like relax, we're gonna fix you. And like I woke up covered in sweat and I was like, huh? what the I didn't know. I'm I'm gonna tell I'm a college grad, I'm an intelligent guy, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't believe in that stuff. I don't, you know, you think of all the stereotypes that go with alien abductions. I'm not in North Carolina in a trailer home in the middle of nowhere. So obviously this is just a dream. So I went to the thing when I walked in, he was like, man, your posture looks great. I'm like, okay, bro. Either I was abducted by aliens last night or I had a crazy dream. So I told my trainer, who was a fax guy. And he's like, well, you, I probably wouldn't tell that story to anybody else. And I was like, I'm not going to, I'm not crazy, but. Right. Well, thanks uh, for so sharing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we'll we'll say it was the the hemp and the rolling in the months of rolling around. Maybe and, a lot of CBD gummies, up. even though it doesn't make you hallucinate, but maybe put you in a deep sleep. <laughs> yeah, but the the thing about it was I continued to um, educate myself on the value of using uh, marijuana in medicinal ways, and the the CBD products have come so far from, and this was back in like 2014 to where it is today, to where literally. I, I can attribute the fact because I'm a power lifter and I wasn't able to lift heavy at all. Like, like it was one of the, and emotionally and psychologically it affected me because I was a guy who was in the two ton club, which means I could lift the combined with combined weights. I could lift over two ton and uh, I couldn't do that anymore. And now I'm literally stronger than I was when I was younger now, which is crazy to me. But a lot of it has to do with um, diet and um this especially on my joints the bomb on my joints and stuff i usually if i got a big power if i got a big deadlift day i'm i mean i'm glossy when i'm coming in it's not baby oil it's <laughs> it's uh it's the it's the bomb like the stuff's phenomenal nice well, it's helping a lot of people yeah and you know it's so interesting how now 
medicinal cannabis like CBD and hemp is so common now and it's acceptable. But in the past, there wasn't a lot of information about it. People were worried. They thought maybe it was like a psychedelic, which it isn't. Um, And back to what you're saying, you know, in the past, unfortunately, a lot of these athletes who are wrestlers would over-medicate. And if they did try to use uh, cannabis medicinally, it kind of would affect their career because they would test dirty on a test and then there could go their career. But now it's changed so much. I mean, they get tested once a year, but if cannabis shows on their on their um, medical test for, you know, if they have taking steroids or X, Y, and Z, would that affect them anymore or has that changed? Well, our testing in the WWE, and I'm sure it's worse now from when, I don't say worse, but <laughs> stringent. We thought we had to pee in a lot of cups. So it'd be, you know, and they'd catch you. And if you just went, you know, you can't go anywhere until you sit in the office, drink water for an hour. Um, which is terrible, but they, you were random tested and it was probably, I would say four to five times a year, at least. I mean, every three months, it was just random. Um, you got tested a lot They're, They, they went far and above and those people could make arguments. There's no difference between wrestling and, and Hollywood, which doesn't drug test at all. But, um, because we're considered a sports entertainment, uh, we follow the same guidelines as, um, the NFL, the NBA, and we're more uh, strict, so to speak. So when it came to testing, if you tested, uh, if you had a dirty test for like steroids um, or like a um, narcotic, you would be suspended 30 days done without pay. Uh, originally, marijuana was, it wasn't the suspension, but basically was you had to go to rehab. Oh, wow. Like they treated marijuana the same as if you were been taking cocaine or something like that. So it's changed to where now it's a fine because it's, I think it's really unfair for athletes that if it's legal in California and you live in California, but you play for the green Bay Packers or you wrestle in Florida, um, you can be fined and suspended, but then you could go home and walk into a shop and and buy some edibles and, and some granddaddy Kush or whatever you wanted. Not that that's my favorite, but I'm just putting that out there. Um, but the, but the point is, is like it, the science is there. It's always been there, but it just, I think the reason why, and, and this is just the conspiracy theorist to me is because one, you can literally grow it in your home if you needed to. Um, the, the oils are not addicting. So it's not like it's going to be something where like, if you get on a painkiller, you keep going back and you keep buying it and buying it prescription and prescription and, you know, and then companies sell to doctors and they got to buy this pill. They push that pill, you know, the way the pharmacies work and the doctors work, whereas CBD oils and things that come from hemp and things like that are from relatively inexpensive. And you don't necessarily have to go through hoops and ladders and insurance companies to get what you need. And so I think that's one of the reasons why you don't see as much uh, positive publicity you don't see a lot of negative publicity about it either it's just kind of like it kind of act like it's not there yeah exactly because it's mm-hmm. such a great alternative but it's safe it's cost effective for the patients it's you're not going to break the bank investing in cbd oils and stuff for yourself but the long-term results is you get back to the better you faster because you're not being slowed down with the side effects of taking so many different pills you know you take one pill for the pain and you got to take another pill for the high blood pressure that's caused by the pain. And then you got to take another pill because then eventually, um, you're not getting, you're, you're not getting enough 
uh, circulation in your heart because all the pills are on. Like it never ends. It just seems like you'll see somebody and they'll literally open their, their medicine cabinet and you'll see 25 medicines they're on all to counteract each other. Mm-hmm. Where you open my medicine cabinet, you'll see some toothpaste, some oils, and maybe some aspirin. But that's about it. And I get, and I'm physical. I'm a physical dude. Like I lift heavy. Uh, I train hard. Uh, I'm, I'm still, you know, I got some more wrestling left in me and I'm, I train for that. So if there was a reason, I'm getting older. I mean, I hate to admit it to myself, but, uh, Hey, Tony Hawk still skates, sna- uh, skateboards. Yeah. I feel like wrestlers could keep going. Who's the oldest wrestler? I feel like, um, gosh, well, the rock is now a just hundred percent actor, but he could probably still do some throwdowns, but I feel like now it's been more like, okay for wrestlers to be older. In a sense, like in was, the ring, was Ric Flair probably still the wrestling? oldest wrestler? Is probably Ric Flair. Ric Flair, yeah. But he's he's Peter Pan, though. <laughs> like he doesn't. Right. He, he's going to live to like three hundred. I mean, there's some guys who just. I personally don't want to stay any. The day I can't, like I told myself, the day that I can't do the things that I've always been able to do, that it'd be a wrap for me. You know, and I've had some time off uh, with the pandemic and everything. I just wasn't willing to travel to wrestle. So I had halted uh, a return. But um, now that things are opening up again, um, I have a return coming soon. But uh, I've kind of waited up. But there's some guys that just that's all they know. And it's, they're usually from a different generation. Guys now in, in my generation, wrestling opens so many doors to so many different things that guys, you know, they, they do their time and then they move on to other things. You know, they, they use it to launch their careers. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not that wrestling career is a phenomenal career. Some guys stay and some think, you know, sometimes the writers and whatever things don't work out for you, but the lessons that you learning in in wrestling in terms of being in front of that camera and the promos, which is talking and characters, which is acting is, is so valuable if you try to transition and well, now you're, to, you're more respected now because of that with yeah. you being a wrestler and you also have your hand in being an actor and have a new film out called stand on it and it came out in 2020 can you tell us a little bit about that okay so have you guys ever seen Smokey and the bandit yes mm-hmm. okay one one yes and one, <laughs> one smile yeah. oh, like, one a no one a yes <laughs> oh you gotta be kidding me you oh wow oh, oh my gosh i'm <laughs> Anyways, the greatest movie of all time, The Smokey and the Bandit, um, was this classic with Burt Reynolds and the, well, they're both late and great, but Jackie Gleason. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is a phenomenal movie. You don't have to think. It's hilarious. And basically, Jackie Gleason um, is a sheriff from Texas. And he's a New Yorker, you know, as a New York, I mean, he's as New York as it gets, but he plays this Texas from Sheriff who's uh, a racist and he's basically trying to force this Sally Fields to marry his son, but she ran away, ends up in a car with Burt Reynolds and they're bootleggers and they're chasing him. Just it, The whole movie's basically a high-speed pursuit and um, with some of the funniest lines you've ever heard in film. Well, one of the extras in that movie was a young actor singer named john snyder who ended up being um in the dukes of hazard and he's in uh, smallville and he's a he's won uh i think a couple grand he had the number one country album in america and, and john snyder is basically an institution he always was grateful for his first start which was in that so he wanted to make a tribute movie 
which was stand on it. And I had interviewed him for my show, uh, Nuff Said, on uh, Fox Nation. And we were talking, and he just happened to bring up Smokey and the Bandit. And I had been watching that my entire... I think Jackie Gleason, is, I was obsessed with Jackie Gleason. I think he's one of the greatest as a comedian when I think about his timing and his improv, I'm an improv guy. He would just do things and you would have to figure it out around he, he would just go off somewhere and you'd have to go with him or he'd, or he'd eat you up. And, uh, and he's hilarious. So, uh, and his sarcasm is phenomenal. So I was talking to him about it. He's like, yeah, I'm doing a tribute movie to that. He goes, Hey, you know what? Uh, would you like to be, make a guest appearance? And I was like, a well role, and he's like, um, "You, oh, I know you could be the, the, the piss me off real quick is ask me to play a big guy in a movie. I hate it because it's what you do. And we always get beat up by little guys. Like you've never seen a movie where a little guy and a big guy get in a fight and a big guy wins ever. And if he does, it's a quick rematch and he's smoked. But so I was immediately like, mm. and then um, I was like, who's playing the sheriff? And he's like, I don't know. And I was like, can I? Can I? I would like to audition for the sheriff. And he's like, um, well, the sheriff is, um, I said, I know he's not black, but just hear me out. <laughs> hear me out. Hear me out, bro. You can't, in this day and age, you can't be Buford T justice anymore. They're not going to laugh at an old racist white guy on a road, on a road anymore. They're going to be like, oh, this is a horror movie. Like, this is terrible. Like, Oh my, somebody take his badge. I said, but, if he's a brother talking the same exact way, people will laugh. And he was like, you know what? Let's try it. Why not? Let's do it. Let's see what happens. And uh, it ended up working out pretty damn good. We have a sequel now we're shooting, uh, which is uh, it's called Poker Run, which is basically the, the continued chase. But I had a lot of fun playing that character. Commentator still. Mm -hmm. uh being on the other show you're on now you're on the greg um gutfield show what is that like especially with all the wild stuff going on today right and you're pretty much funny oh, on it you're pretty like you're like the the oh, commentator geez. comedian you know the commentator yeah. comedian you have to laugh at the ridiculousness that is politics it is wrestling there is no difference somebody cuts out cuts a promo on the other side and they hate him no matter what like if you're a democrat you can't like a republican it's ridiculous to me People pick a side like it's their favorite sports team, but they're making decisions that affect your pocket. So I, I find it hilarious. I guess if I, I technically uh, am a Republican because I started out a Democrat, but we all start out as Democrats because we're broke. And then once you get money, you become a Republican because you want, want to know where your money's going. And now all of a sudden when you see the taxes come out, it's, you know, if we had smaller government, we wouldn't be doing this stuff. And why well, I got to pay for all this stuff? Ain't nobody paid for me. That's a Republican. So not the stereotypes you see on, on TV and stuff where it's always a, a pasty white guy in a suit who's rude to everybody and is yawn, yearning for the days of old with the Confederate flag. That's not what it is. That's the horrible stereotype you see. But um, I have to look at that. I think you can have serious moments. I think you can give messages. But I feel like my role is to do what I do with my friends is when we talk about stuff, we make jokes about it. We clown about it. You're putting and a I, funny that spin is what on makes the me politics. So, so different at Fox than anybody else because it's about you have to laugh at stuff. Laughing and learning when, is the best way to go. I find that being serious all the time and people have real problems. 
And it's a good political way to arguments mm-hmm. between senators and pre- your president makes no difference in your real life at all. It's a good way to kind of be neutral, if that makes sense. Middle of also, the road, common yeah. sense, like yeah. because no, I am not pledging allegiance to any one man, and I don't think anyone should or any one party, because literally every decision that's made by Republican Party, some will be good for you, some won't. Democrats will have good ideas that are good for you, and some that are not. So. Just to be like, no, like, where to come? Whose idea was it? Democrat? <gasps> Forget it. That's it's a horrible attitude, and you're being ignorant. And we get we we got caught up in a lot of tribalism the last few years. Started when uh, Barack Obama became president. Uh, Mitch McConnell had made a decision in his little meeting that they were going to make him a one-term president. So, and that failed miserably, by the way. And um, so then, that's when the obstruction started. And then when President Trump got in, the Democrats are like, no problem, our turn. You went, didn't support our guy, so we're not going to support your guy. And then it just kind of blown up to where... And the only ones who really get hurt with that type of obstruction is is us. The American people, while the establishment is fighting amongst themselves, they're not losing wages. They got insurance. You know, they have security. And they're gambling with our, our livelihoods. And I, I find that um, annoying. But for some way, the spin always makes it look like they're the good guys. And just... Mm-hmm. You have to laugh at it. Yeah. We well, do a good job in like being funny at it. I mean, like earlier you were saying how you're, you kind of like goof off when you fight and at the club when you're goofing off well, naturally and breaking up the fight, you caught the attention of these people who actually hired you to become a professional wrestler. So it's good that you have that personality where you just see both sides. And you're like, you just, you, you have like a, like a likable, what's another word? Like you're naturally funny, charismatic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, with, with so much going on in your life and I know that you're a commentator and you might end up wrestling again, but if you were to wrestle again, who would be like the ultimate person to be in the ring with? Okay. I have, I have a little list of, (laughs) of guys I have unfinished business with. And, um, some, most of them are dear friends. Um, Bobby Lashley and I have a rubber match. We had a pretty good feud in, uh, TNA. We were in TNA together impact. I think it's called now. Um, Drew McIntyre was another guy who I loved wrestling because some guys, like it's a term called stiff and, um, that's guys who lay it in and Drew lays it in. And I like that style, but you have to be able to have someone who's willing to do that dance with you. And Drew is much, you want to, you want to go, let's go. Um, another one would be Damian Sandow, uh, AK, I think Aaron, he's in the NWA right now. Um, so there's some guys out there that are, they're on my short list and anytime, uh, Paul Heyman is right on my target because, uh, he's been the king of the mic for a long time. And, uh, I mess, we talk a lot, you know, uh, from time to time. And I'm like, one of these days, bro, you're going to get it. Uh, and he's one of the guys, if you can, if you can go one-on-one with Paul Heyman on the microphone, you, you're doing something. So, um, well, the great Gutfeld show, which is, uh, my mainstay on Fox News, we have been promoted to prime time, although we were the number one show in cable uh, on Saturday nights uh, for the last three years running. And so we have been rewarded with going prime time, 11 o'clock, Monday through Friday. Uh, so now we will be going, well, not, we'll be going one-on-one with the Jimmy Kimmels and, and the uh, Colbert's and all that good stuff, which we had been based on our numbers for the one Saturday, we had beat them. 
But now we got to put our money where our mouth is. And so now it's an amazing challenge to see uh, if we can do it every night. So nice. that's uh, coming soon. I don't have a date on that yet, but in, sometime in April. Um, and then uh, I think it was announced today, maybe a spoiler alert, but uh, I'll be uh, joining NWA uh, wrestling this coming um, in March. So I'll be returning to the ring um, in March for NWA. So I'm excited about that. So I guess we just put that out there, but they sent me an email today that they had already did a press release. So I figured we're cool, but if not, there you go. Nice. Boom. Um, <laughs> so I think that's, Oh, and of course, uh, my wife's company sensible meals has helped me lose and keep off uh, 125 pounds. And if you check her stuff out at Ingrid rink on, um, Instagram or sensible meals, uh, you can see she does, she's doing a lot of incredible workouts and stuff. I can't do them. Don't try. I tried one time. It was embarrassing and I never heard the end of it because it was on film, um, <laughs> where she's kind of hybrided, uh, aerobics lifting with yoga and stretching and a little ballet. It's pretty, if you haven't seen it, check it out. And then, uh, I'm really excited about, uh, you guys sending me, uh, your CB oil products, because uh, nice. I'm a huge uh, fan of it and I've been looking for a new source. So this, this is, came right on time for me. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to be sending you uh, the green care solutions products and also have some hemp Avenue products for your wife. I'll be sending you. Now, not, I know, it, I know you're giving me a gift and you shouldn't ask for more, <laughs> but the bomb rubs, I have really big knees and elbows and I can go through one of those little <laughs> containers like that. Oh, <laughs> like, back see that i'm okay i'm okay i'm okay um so if there's like if there's a bigger bomb or a couple extra ones that would be phenomenal yes like when i rub it on when i do an instagram thing when i rub it on like it won't take me the whole minute just to do one elbow so um when i do it when i put it on the when i put up on social media whatever i have to do the uh the big stories now because that's how long it takes me to rub that <laughs> stuff in but it's it's phenomenal and it really makes a huge difference with my lips nice and this one's scented really good too so you're gonna love it all i'm gonna send you all these products but we want to say again thank you so much for being on the show uh great with conversation that we've had with you um yeah. my name's Yenitsa Munoz everyone thank you so much for watching and listening to Green Talk by Green Care Solutions I'm here with my amazing co-host Chantel Jackson and thank you again Tyrus for being on our show when we sing all these goodies and till next time everyone adios Wednesday my empty arms were
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
Tell me what you want, tell me what you need No matter how far, I'll be right beside you If you're looking for love till eternity I'll be the only one, catch stars for you Let's see how high we go, so baby just take my hand If you're ever scared, I promise we'll eventually land Love can't go up and down, but when you're around Let's see how high we can go
With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. You're on board the Classic Country Express, KCAA Loma Linda. The legend you love and the best talk. My country. FM, and now 102.3 FM. California headline news. Thousands of homes remain threatened by the Dixie Fire.